0: In many cities and forests, there are color markings on trees that look weird to an unknowing spectator. In fact, most such markings are used for two reasons. To make the trees to be cut or left alone stand out from the rest, and to make an own forest boundary line visible. There are no specific rules for the color or shape of markings, but the most universal ones for cutting are blue lines, and the markings for preserving trees are usually orange or yellow. Trees within city limits are usually marked for cutting with red, orange, or yellow lines or dots. If you see such a marking on a tree and you have a car parked nearby, best move it somewhere farther away so that the tree doesn't fall on it when it's cut down. Trees in a forest can be marked for preserving because they have good cavities for wildlife to make homes in, or there are nests on their branches. It's a frequent practice to leave the surrounding trees intact, too so that the birds and animals in that particular tree are not disturbed. Large and healthy seed and nut bearing trees are also marked for preserving because many animals and birds feed on their seeds and nuts. Unhealthy trees can be preserved too, surprisingly, if woodpeckers seem to like them. It means there are many bugs inside those trees that the birds use as food. Color markings on trees in a forest might also mean someone owns the forest up to a certain boundary and decided to show it. These markings can be made in any color and shape, but they always have two specific features you can't miss. One is that the markings go in a more or less straight line, which is logical because it's a boundary of a territory. And the second feature is that, according to the marking rules, the markings always have to be close to each other so that the next one is clearly visible from the one you're looking at in both directions. Some believe that yellow markings are left on female ginkgo trees growing around cities of the US, but there's no hard evidence of that. Still, you can find a detailed map of such trees in New York or Washington DC, for example. Female ginkgos do deserve a map of their own, since they bear fruit that smell really, really awful. If you ever had a piece of butter gone rancid in your kitchen, you probably know that odor. The trees were brought to the U.S. in the 18th through 19th centuries when a drive for experimentation and all things exotic was going strong. And since ginkgos are very sturdy trees and can withstand harsh conditions, they grew popular in the country. Many cities planted them for green decoration purposes, but unfortunately, lots of them turned out to be females. To avoid the trees bringing their unpleasant smell into the cities, they've been sprayed with a special solution that prevents them from fruiting. The solution is safe for both people and animals, so there's no need to worry about being in the vicinity while maintenance workers spray the trees. Color markings can be seen in the streets too, not only on trees. If you walk around the town and see a red line on the pavement, for example, it means there's a power line or cable beneath you. These lines are marked red to stand out the most, because if they're damaged while digging, it can lead to a lot of trouble, maybe even more than with gas pipes. Orange lines mean essentially the same, only those signify there's a telecommunication or signal line or cable. These things don't carry power, so disrupting them is not as bad as damaging power cables, but it would still cause a lot of inconvenience to people around the block. For example... Breaking a fiber optic cable might shut down the internet in a large area until the damage is repaired. A yellow line means there's natural gas, oil, steam, petroleum, or some other conduit of flammable material underneath. Lines are usually drawn in such a way as to show the direction the pipe is laid down below, and the line itself is in its center. Yellow is as much a color of warning as red, which makes perfect sense. A broken gas pipe and a spark are a recipe for a huge disaster. Green lines signify there's a sewer or storm drain underground. Breaking a sewer facility can cost an excavation worker their entire career, and for a good reason. Imagine what kind of a mess it would result in. And apart from the sewer contents breaking free and creating chaos on the surface, damaging the pipeworks will almost certainly result in huge costs of repairs and lots of inconvenience for hundreds of people living close by. Since water is blue, it makes sense for city markings signifying a source of drinking water to be blue, too. Damaging such a source is not as bad as breaking a petroleum pipe or a power cable, but it still is a cause of trouble for people around. In big cities, though, it's more of a nuisance than something serious, because potable water is normally easily accessible. Breaking a water pipe or main brings more problems to the excavating or construction project itself. The water will flood the surroundings, making it a mess to deal with as quickly as possible. Purple markings also mean water, but not of a drinking kind. Lines of this color signify there's a source of irrigation or reclaimed water down below. Such water is taken from sandblasting or power washing and is normally used for industrial or gardening purposes afterwards. It's not meant for drinking, but the results of breaking through a pipe carrying this water are pretty much the same as with potable water the mess will be more than real. Pink markings on the ground are left by land surveyors. When there's a legal argument for property limits, for example, an independent surveyor will leave pink lines on the ground to mark the boundaries. These can also be left at proposed construction sites for the same reason. White lines, dots, and crosses mark out the territory for proposed excavation routes or limits. It means there will soon be digging done within those premises. White markings usually indicate the exact place the excavation should be done at. They're the first step before any actual work can be performed. Later, city maintenance workers will find out if there are any facilities beneath that spot that should be avoided. If there are none, or if there's no conflict between the digging and the underground facilities, more about that later, the excavation can begin. City markings can also be drawn not as lines, but as other shapes. For instance you might see an H shape on the ground. The two parallel lines signify the edges of the pipe or cable below, while the center line connecting them is there to make it easier to measure the width. There might also be the name of the company that laid down the pipe or cable next to the H shape. A diamond shape is another frequent marking on the ground. It might or might not have two parallel lines marking the edges of the conduit below while the diamond shape itself means the approximate size of the thing beneath your feet. Some markings look more like graffiti with lots of cryptic symbols and letters. But these are usually abbreviations and signs for the city maintenance or construction workers. For example, you might see a white cross or square drawn on the ground to mark a proposed excavation site. The workers will often write a no, followed by an abbreviated name of the facility below. You might think it means no excavation should be done here, but it's the exact opposite. No means no conflict between the power lines, pipes, or whatever other facility is buried underneath and the proposed excavation plan. The abbreviations are also written in the color of the facility they designate. For instance, if there's no G written in yellow paint in a white square, it means the site can be excavated without fearing that a gas pipe below hence the G, will be disturbed. And if there's a telecommunications cable underneath, the city services will often draw an orange, no, and then an abbreviated name of the company that laid down the cable. Another way to say the same thing is to draw an abbreviated facility type and cross it out. A yellow G, sometimes in a circle, means a gas pipe below, and if it's crossed out, there should be no worries about excavating in this area. No gas pipes will be damaged.